Hello, dear. My name is Jaye Ban. You want to jam in church on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston's local community radio station. My guest today is one of our actors, Ayan and Taylor from Diamond. Hi. Hi. How are you today? Hi. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm blessed. Good, yeah. good. And thank you for having me here. I'm glad to be here with you. Absolutely. Such a blessing. Okay. So I see you on Diamond. You're such a wonderful, beautiful, talented actress. I was like, <laughs> This girl's only about five in movies and fun activities. So what, made you, so what made you want to become an actress? What made me want to become an actress? Well, I feel like I have to say that cliche phrase that all actors say, where it's like, I've always wanted to be one, but it's so true. Um, I remember when I was younger, uh, there was a filmmaker in my hometown who would, who would make these films and we would go, we would pay money and support him and go to this church and we'd watch it on this little projector. And I always just wanted to be that person that was in the screen or, you know, I'd be that reporter that was like trying to copy all the words the reporter was saying, you know, and in today, news like I don't know something about me just wanted to be like on camera and performing um but I think the main driver for me was after I graduated from college and I had like checked up all the boxes you know you're supposed to go to college get a scholarship you know graduate get a full-time job like I feel like I had achieved all those things that were like expected of me to do mm-hmm. and I and I I really loved my job when I moved up to Minnesota um, but there was just something missing. I don't know what it was. It was like, this is great. I'm have a great career. I'm, you know, financially stable. I can take care of myself. But something was missing. And I think it was that passion, that drive to do what I love. And that's kind of how I, I kind of got acclimated to the acting scene in Minnesota. And like, once I got exposed to that, and I and I turned that gear of like, hey, I used to be a student athlete. I used to be a hard worker when it comes to grades, sports. If I apply that same tenacity and drive that I did with, you know, my other sports and my other career, then I know for sure I can have this acting career as well. And from then it was just like, let's go. What do I need to learn? What do I need to do? Let's do this. Cause I was so ready. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely ready because I seen you everywhere like wow, you the girls on fire like Alicia, like Alicia Keys. So you know Hey, this girl is on fire. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take that. I'll take it. <laughs> So how did you go to Warren Diamond? Yeah, so I actually started with Diamond about two years ago now. Um, what a wonderful opportunity. But simply, the way I say to people, there's a lot of casting sites that are um, specifically for your region. And so I'm in Los Angeles. And Darman has, he's catering his, well, he makes content in Los Angeles. And so he usually, when he's looking for a character or a specific type of person, he'll put like little uh, casting notices on these uh, paid uh, paid websites. And so I just happened to be on those websites that one day. It was a random day. Like I was like, okay, I guess I can look at these today and just see what's on there. And I saw um, it didn't even say Darman, you know, or videos or anything like that. It was just saying, hey, we're looking for a bride. We're looking for someone. And I was like, okay, I I think I can play a bride. You know, I've been a bride before. Like I had a, I had the veil and I had like a, a a shirt that looked like a, like a bride's dress. And so I was like, sure, I'll, I'll audition. And so I had to put it in a self tape. So they they sent me like a side, like one page of the lines. I recorded it. I sent it back. And, you know, I honestly kind of just forgot about it. It was just like one of those things is like you, you, you do so many auditions. You don't really know, you know, what you're actually going to get. And so when I booked it, I was like, oh, this is so exciting. And um, so that was right in the middle of the pandemic. So 
the pandemic, the world shut down March 2020. And I had taken a break off from acting. I was like, I don't want to, I don't know what this virus is. I don't know what's going to happen. So that Darman, my first Darman video was actually my first time getting back on set. And so I was a little nervous, but I was really excited. And everybody was so sweet. Uh, The director, Ruben, was just very professional and helped me and really gave me everything I needed to perform well that day. And little did I'm telling you, the moment they posted that video, everybody and their cousins and their friends and their mama and their sister was calling me, calling my family like, oh my God, is this Ayana on on this video? Because I had no idea how big Darman was. I had no idea. So when I was like, who is this Darman? Let me look him up. And I saw he had millions of views and subscribers i was like whoa he's like really doing something so i just feel like i got every day i get so lucky i I lucked into an opportunity because to me that darman at the end of the day i'm an actor first and foremost Mm -hmm. and so to me i saw this opportunity as one an opportunity to do what i love and two to make some money right (laughs) so it's like as an actor and an artist, you still got to do what you love, but still get paid for it. So I, that's how I saw it. I had no idea it was going to be this big community of followers and supporters and people who love his content. And I just feel so grateful to be a part of that, uh, this community now, the Starman community. I'm also grateful to see you on Diamond. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I do. So what's it like to work with Diamond? Oh, what's it like? Okay, so the first the first two years, it's funny you say that because I've never actually worked with Darman. Like I've been on like his Darman studio. So I, I just recently worked with Darman like in person for his uh, family channel. Mm-hmm. And my goodness, to answer your question, he is so funny. He's so sweet. He's so he's so considerate. You know what I'm saying? It's like not a lot of people, you know, especially in this industry, they can be very vain and full of vanity. You know what I'm saying? Like it can be very shallow. But he was just one of the sweetest people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting and working with. Um, and so, yeah, I worked with him this past, like not this weekend, but last weekend, working for one of his like family channel videos. And I just had a blast with him and Laura. They're just the sweetest couple and they're so nice and they're competitive and they're funny and just overall a good time but the first these first two years i've just worked with um with the people his colleagues like his directors and his um you know his um co-producer you know ruben ruben's like they're like a dynamic duo type of thing so i've been working alongside his people and everybody he's hired i've just truly loved working with and i'm i'm, I'm glad i got to finally work with actual darman what advice can you give i want to be you know i want to be an actual son of what advice can you give them Yes. Uh, to all the actors out there who want to do this, who want to live this crazy roller coaster of a lifestyle, uh, I commend you. I, I want to first off say there's nothing wrong with you pursuing this career. I wish someone had told me when I was in middle school and high school, you know, picking a degree that, hey, like acting is something you can spend your whole life doing and it can be a job it can be something that you can sustain yourself doing so first off i commend you for wanting to be an actor and and brave this journey because it is hard there's a lot of you know you got to take care of finances and you know you know just take care of yourself and still do this for a living but i encourage any actor who is pursuing this dream or wants to pursue this dream to grow in the market that you're already in. So if you're in 
San Antonio or if you're in Minneapolis, you know, if you're in these towns that aren't Los Angeles, Atlanta, New York, Chicago, like wherever you are, there is an acting community where you are. So don't feel like you need to save up your money and just go across and go to one of these big metropolitan uh, talent based, like, you know, talent or acting industry based cities. Uh, I highly recommend getting good at what you do right where you are. So that means, you know, I mean, I'm old. I'm, I guess I wouldn't say I'm old school, but old school when it comes to I like get on Facebook. There's a whole if you if you Google your your city that you stay in and then acting groups or whatever acting and film groups, you can find people who are already doing what you want to do right there in your hometown, right there where you're living. So get connected to those communities and grow, build that resume, get some quality headshots, you know, gain that real life onset experience first before you try to go out and move to Los Angeles or New York or Chicago or, you know, Atlanta, because there's millions of actors who are out here already in Los Angeles, all these big places who are trying to make this dream a reality. And you're going to have that step ahead over, over all those people. If you already know what it's like to be in front of a camera, if you already know what it's like to have taken acting classes to, you know, have connected with other filmmakers and, and other actors, and y'all can build a, a community together. So I say, if you want to pursue this dream, you can do it. Just get in there with your community where you live now and grow and get that hands-on experience. Because it's only going to get, the competition is only going to get stiffer as you move to these bigger places. And you want, you don't want to be a, a fresh, you know, a, you don't want to be a little fish in a big pond. You want to be a big fish in a little pond where you are first. Get Be the best. Be the best actor in your hometown where it's like, man, okay, and when you're too good, that's when you have to go to one of these places and, you know, be the little fish again because that's kind of what happened to me. Like, I... I mean, not to, not to brag on myself, but I had really grown the experience and knowledge that I could gain while I was living in Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. I felt like a big fish in a little pond where I was gaining commercials. I, get, I was getting booked, you know, for films, for commercials. I was doing it all. And I was like, you know what? This is great, but I'm ready for the next chapter in my career. And that's when I, two years later, I made that dive to move to Los Angeles. And I haven't been looking back. And I feel like, I didn't feel like I was beneath anyone. I felt like I was right there with all the people who were doing big things. So, you know, that that's the advice I would give you. I was actually in action the reverse of what I have in my lungs and um and they kind of boom cartoon. So I did some actual work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that's helpful to you then. <laughs> so what do you see so years from now? How many years from now did you say? Five years. Five years? Yeah. Mm, we're gonna see myself five years from now. Ooh, that's a great question. Um, five years from now, ooh, 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 ooh. I, I can, I, I feel it like one year from now, but you know, I'm just gonna say five. I'm just gonna give myself that grace period. Um, but five years from now, I see myself definitely being a TV series lead on a, a major network, uh, like CW or you know, working with Shonda Rhimes, like with something with Grey's Anatomy. Really, like I see myself being a series regular. I I, I see that. I know it. If not, have several co-star, uh, recurring star roles under my belt, and you know 
I, I see myself working alongside Viola Davis. Like I, she just, cause she's about to come out with the, the woman King. And I, I'm grateful to say, I can say this publicly cause it's about to air, but I auditioned for, for that uh, opportunity to be one of the younger um, African soldiers. So it's just like, I I'm already on the cusp. I'm already so close to my dream and I'm, I'm doing my dream every day, but just getting to that next level of, you know, working with, you know, bigger projects, like yeah. bigger uh, blockbuster films, you know, working alongside the greats, you know, just being able to hold my own. Like, I'm I'm ready for that next chapter. Uh, definitely want to see myself on TV. The TV is the next ticket for me, for sure. Uh, and, the, and just working along the greats. Like, I would love if, you know, in this lifetime to work with Denzel Washington, okay. Viola Davis, you know, Carrie Washington. Some of the people, like, when I was first interested in looking to acting, these are the people I was watching. I was watching How to Get Away Work, How to Get Away Murder, Scandal, you know. I always watched Denzel Washington, do all his movies, like, my goodness, even Will Smith, you know, like, I, I remember watching Will Smith in Seven Pounds, and I was just like, wow, like, that's the gravitas, that's the, that's the depth that I need to go in order to be a strong uh, actor that not just has her big break, but stays around. I don't want to be one of those actors that are just here today, gone tomorrow. Who's that? Oh, she she acted in that one thing, and I've never seen her again. Nope, nope, nope. I'm trying to be the actor that's like, oh, here she come taking it taking the world by storm you know what i'm saying it's like what what else can you see her in she's a chameleon like I, that's what i see myself doing being a chameleon doing all the films doing all the uh you know tv shows and roles i want to do it all that's what i want to do in five years <laughs> yeah well, you saw fun of this she, she, she was actually in boston last week oh really that's awesome yeah, yeah. amazing i i did um <clears throat> i did some background maybe a couple years ago maybe during the pandemic i can't i can't remember now but i just remember it was right when how to get away with murder was ending mm-hmm. and uh i, I played I was a small background role where i was walking past viola when she was doing a scene with one of the students and just being in her presence like that just amplified me i was like <laughs> I'm not working with her directly, but I feel her energy. And even just walking past her and the way she was talking to, like, you know, doing the lines, I just I just felt it was so real. It was just so her. And it's just like, that's the that's that's the level I'm trying to get at. I don't even have to be acting with you, but I feel your presence. Yeah. And that and that's what she is. She just when she walks into a room, you know, and you feel her, you can't help but just match her energy, you know? Otherwise, step aside. Because yeah. she, she ain't got time for that. She wants someone who meets me where she is, you know? So, yeah, that's I just wanted to share that. Did, did you get to talk to her? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I, I didn't want to be one of those actors that, like, goes up and talks to her. I was just, I, I, I just appreciated her from afar, and that was enough. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to her one day whenever we're both working on something together. How about that? <laughs> what inspires you to do what you do? What's your, your inspiration? What's my inspiration? Uh, it's always ever changing. Like what inspires me to act? What inspires me to do what I do every day? Because there are times where I feel very like, uh, you know, discouraged and just kind of down an hour. It's just like, man, is this even it for me? I, the pandemic really tried me. The pandemic really, really tried me. I was like, I'm about to be a housewife and just have children and I ain't going to have this career anymore. Like, it really tried me. It really did. But I, I pushed through. Um, so I guess I would say my inspiration is just knowing that, like, it's it's interesting because it's like, there's nothing else. Like, I think about all the jobs that I want to do. And maybe this isn't the best motivation, but it, it helps me. But it's just like, I imagine me doing any other career. And it's just like nothing, 
nothing ever like matches the passion and energy that I have to act. And that's when I know it's something that I love to do because I think I, I was in sales. I was doing other things and it's just like, it doesn't satisfy me. It doesn't make me happy the way acting does. Yes. And so um, I would say that, you know, that inspiration knowing it's just like, this is the career that I've always wanted to do. Um, and, and finally living it, that, that helps me stay motivated and inspired. And of course, like, I think of the people in my life, like my husband, he's super encouraging and always just constantly there for me and giving me that uh, that support that I need, especially when I feel down on myself. And so I definitely say he's a big inspiration. And he's also like an artist as well. He's, he's a musician. Um, and so what I love about that is it's like, I want him to be able to live his dream too, but we came out to Los Angeles together for me to live my dream. So I want to get to the point where I can like make it and do my thing and let him come out and be free from his full-time job and live his best life too. So that's a, that's a big inspiration that keeps me going because it's like, I want us to both live our dreams together and I can see him writing music and recording it and doing tours and, you know, us even doing duets together. I don't know. I I can see that. Um, So I could definitely see he's a really big inspiration for me. Uh, And then also just to the end of the day, it's just like, I I, I think, like I said, in the day, like I think about this career and how lucky I am. Like a lot of people are doing nine to fives, doing jobs that just don't make them happy, that don't fulfill them, that don't give them the breath to see the next day. You know, it's it's usually more survival. And so for those people who are in those jobs, just know that your, your life isn't over. While you're still breathing, you still can do what you love to do. It may not be full time yet, but, you know, just incrementally, you know, Grab a little piece of your dream every day. Just do one little thing that moves you forward. It's like if that's just singing a song, even if, you know, whatever it is that's moving you forward. And so at the end of the day, I, I think to myself, like if I act at least once every time, every day, that that gives me the inspiration to do it again and to do it again and to do it again. And so that's what that's what I'm saying. Acting is my inspiration because it just it fulfills me and makes me really happy. And it's a great escape <laughs> from the stresses of the world. Yeah, you definitely seem happy, and I'm so happy for you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm smiling now. I'm, I'm, I'm in this stage of like very much gratitude and appreciative. So just know, just because I'm smiling now doesn't mean I'm always smiling because it is a hard career. Like it is. Uh, there's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of, uh, you know, no's. There's a lot of times people are just like, nope, like you're not the one. Oh no, like. You know, or especially those big ones that come by and you're like, oh, I'm ready for this. Like when that Woman King audition came through, I was like, oh, I'm so ready for this. I want this. But it was just like not in my cards yet. And so you just taking I look back now, I'm like, okay, I know what I could have worked on to make my audition that much more stronger, to be that much more of a contender for that big role. You know what I'm saying? Even even um, uh, it's crazy. Uh, I auditioned for the Underground Railroad, that TV show that came out a couple years ago for the lead character of Cora. And I just remember just being like, man, I had just moved to Los Angeles. I literally a month after I moved to Los Angeles, I got an audition like that. And I was like, oh, I'm the break in. This is my break in moment. Woo-hoo. And it was such a heavy role. It was so like, I mean, she's a slave. She's a runaway slave. Yes. And so it's like, like we had to mentally get yourself even in that position to even accept that reality that you were not free and that nothing you ever had has ever been your own. And like, you know, it's just like just putting yourself mentally there. Like 
it took so much work. And now that I've gone through this two year training program through my acting school, I look back and I'm like, man, I was not ready for the audition, like in terms of the talent that they needed. But I can look back now with like, okay, that's where I was. And this is where I am now. But it's just like I'm moving forward. Like I didn't. I wasn't ready, but now I'm. I get. I'm. I'm definitely ready now. If they, if they gave me an audition right now, <laughs> you'll know me like that. Like it's better be a show. So um, yeah, all that. I don't know where I was going with that, but I think it was just in the day. It's like, you know, everything. What, what's meant for you is gonna happen, but you gotta be that person that is putting the work in, taking those classes. You know, getting that onset experience because you know classes is different from being on set. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you gotta. All of that has wrapped up together. You got to do that individual work. You know what I'm saying? How you got to access yourself. You gotta- well, hello there. This is the J-Man Show on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station. Another character and be someone totally different when I don't even know who I am, you know? Yeah. So they say acting is cheap therapy, and I'm gonna stop talking because I can go for all day, every day. So deal with rejection. Does, does, does it hurt sometimes? Um, it's funny. Uh, I definitely deal with rejection better than most, I would say, because I did go to school for sales, mm-hmm. and so I already kind of had that rejection thing, kind of like in my in my training when I was in school. So deal with rejection. It's I've got important to realize where it's like you know what they're not rejecting me. They're rejecting the product. They're rejecting my performance. They're rejecting what I did in that moment in time. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're rejecting who I am as a person. They're not looking at me and saying, hey, you're a loser. You should never act again. Like, it's not that personal. You know what I'm saying? So when you can start to disconnect the rejection from they're rejecting you or they're rejecting your work, then that's when I, I feel so much better about, you know, my performance. Like, there's so many auditions this year alone that I have gone through and I have not heard back. That's a no. That is an absolute no. But if I sat there in my bed and cried about every single audition that came through that I didn't get, I would not be moving myself forward. I wouldn't even want to be acting anymore because that rejection can be crippling. And we can't, when you're an actor, this is the lifestyle you choose. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And so rejection is a part of it. It doesn't necessarily mean you are getting rejected. It's just the work that you're doing. So I've been able to shift that mindset. Okay, like, no, I didn't I didn't get this. But what could I have done better to make myself a better contender for the future? So it's like, like I was telling you when I was talking about the, uh, you know, the Underground Railroad, Cora, it's just like she, I had to do so much more Prep. I had to do so much more daydreaming of like putting myself in this moment where I was a slave and I'm running away. Like, and like that fact that my mother ran off and didn't, didn't bring me with her to the North. Like I had to do so much more preparation and connectivity to Cora and that character in order for me to feel worthy enough to say those lines that came out of my mouth that I, when I said them, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I don't see rejection. I mean, rejection sucks and it's never fun, but it's just like if you can start to, you know, like I said, disconnect, you know, really look at what you can do to get better. That's the best way to move forward because the rejection is going to come and it's going to wipe you out. And you're going to feel like you never want to do it ever again or ever feel this feeling ever again. But I'm telling you, rejection is a sign of growth. And if you can move past this, that pain and see how you can grow, I'm telling you, 
you're farther up. You're further, further along than most people. Okay. So yeah, I, I deal with rejection a lot. And you know, whenever I, I it does get to a point where it's really harmful, you know, that's when I'll take a step back. I'll, you know, go on a walk, I'll journal, I'll meditate, I'll do stuff that like self-soothes myself. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like go on a drive or talk with my mom or my husband, you know, just Talk to the people who are there to support you and lift you up in those moments of rejection if you if they do tend to take you down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I usually do. I'm glad that you're able to be a strong woman and deal with rejection. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, every person's different, everyone's different. Um I I I feel I, I recommend if you feel that rejection and it really like shakes you, don't try to be like, oh, I'm gonna push through and find a lesson in it. Feel how you feel. If you feel sad and like disappointed and like you really thought that was your big break and it didn't happen and you thought like your world feels like it's going to shut down feel those feelings allow yourself to feel that because your body is it's it's you know mourning your body is like man i really really wanted that but don't allow yourself to wallow that's the danger if you wallow that's when it starts to become toxic and it's it can be damaging to your your mental your your attitude and your career so don't wallow feel it go through it don't linger in it so my next question is kind of serious how do you do how do you do racism in correlation to the uh, acting in my career or just in uh, general in general um so, okay so just make sure you so you do want it kind of con connected to acting in general i think and to general you know acting in general okay okay got you yeah, racism. The moment you said that, my heart was like, oh, God, here we go. Uh, but no, like that is it is the the elephant in the room that's never talked about. That's never it's, it's one of those situations where it's like you don't know if you got it because you're black, you know, or you didn't get it because you're black. It's it's one of those. It's like that situation. It's like um, you have to work harder for half. Right. And so I just. I know racism is factoring into, you know, these choices that I can't control. And so that's something I, it's almost like I, I can't dwell on that because I can't find myself to be crippled by that. It's like, oh, you know, she got that over me. Was it because she's white? Was it because I'm black? You know, it's, it's it, it can be um, very tumultuous and just make you kind of sink under when you think about it too deeply. But for me, uh, I think when it comes to acting in this career, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like a lot of the racism and things that I've experienced because this is something I still have to go through in my own like life. I still have to go through those uh, situations and process them. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the way I've handled those situations is always like it hits you and just keep moving forward. You know what I'm saying? It hits you, keep moving forward because I feel like as a black woman, especially, you know, being older, you know, I've, I've, I've lived a long life, you know, it's just, it's like, it's almost like, it's like survival. Like you, you have to get through it. Like I can't sit here and cry about it. You know what I'm saying? I can't get, sit here and like dwell in it, but I know that's the way to move through it. Like I was just talking about rejection. You got to deal with it. And I feel like I have not really processed that in the best way. I've kind of just ignored it and kind of kept going. So when it comes to racism, in short, I would say it has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. And the main thing I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to not cry right now. The best thing that I could do for me when it comes to racism, is just continue to love myself yeah. is to continue to pour into myself because I feel like this world and society can be really hurtful. Yes. And, um, the main thing they try to do is strip you of your your love and your 
dignity in yourself. You know, like you're always told, oh, this is what's beautiful. This is what's accepted. This is what's going to get you booked. And if you assimilate and if you adapt and straighten your hair and do all these things that make you fit in and assimilate, then that makes you beautiful. That makes you seen. That makes you worthy. And so I think my constant battle is uh, seeing that and and choosing not to accept it. You know what I'm saying? So for me personally, dealing with that, seeing it all the time, it's like I have to be constantly pouring into Ayana, saying, Ayana, like you are beautiful. Your hair is curly and luscious. Like I, I have to keep, I have these affirmations that I say to myself every day to continue to remind myself of my worth and my beauty and my talent and my skill. And, you know, even if I don't have any of that, the fact that I'm just here, I'm a person and I'm deserving to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like all that stuff is what matters most. And so I can't deal with how, the way someone sees me or how someone reacts to me or my skin color, or my hair, or my eyes, my curvaceous body. Like I can't, I can't judge. I can't, I can't do anything about it. It's just like, that's how you see me. That's the way you view me as this thing. And I just, what I can do is just control what I can control, you know, and try to be safe, of course, as you know, as a black woman too, you know, you just, you just never know. So um, I just try to be, you know, head on the swivel, you know, but always affirming myself always. So yeah. So I hope that answered your question. I hope that was in the right direction. You basically said, you know, what people need to hear because I know it's not to be, be just like all this kid because that's how to me. In school. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, let's not even talk about school. 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 Oh my God. Yes. There was this one kid and we don't have to go into specifics, but it's just like, yeah, he totally just made me feel like I was just the scum of the earth, just straight dirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, that's, I mean, especially as a kid, when you're just still forming your ideas, you're forming your opinions, you're forming your own identity. And for someone to come in and just, totally obliterate and destroy all the positivity in your world like that that was something hard like I said I still have to process and go through because <laughs> I I think I have processed it but I haven't really like dealt with it you know what I'm saying it's just like it, there's just already too much racism and trauma and you know just stuff that I have to deal with every day like you know what I'm saying but I do I do want to take that time now to grow through that so yeah. yeah I'm glad you're able to come through that you know with that so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, let's, let's talk about some happy now. So, um, what do you like? What yeah. do you like to do for fun and travel? What do I like to do for fun? Um, that's a great question because I feel like I'm always thinking about work, which is like so bad because it's like, what can I be doing? What can I be working on? What can I be doing? Um, uh, but I will say I really enjoy being on TikTok. Like TikTok has been like coming like my one of my big outlets. Um, where I can just like be myself. Like I can, I can post dances. I can post, you know, I can talk about anything. I can talk about my hair. Like I feel like there's no limits when it comes to TikTok, and I can just be myself. Um, but when I'm not on TikTok, uh, you know, dancing, I'm a little toot off. Um, I, I, I love to, I love to play tennis. It's something I've been playing for like for a couple years now, or at least the past four or five years. Um, I love exercising. I feel like it's just a great outlet. I have fallen off on running and exercising like I have, like I used to be, but I'm, I'm going to get back on it because we're going through a lot of mental stuff, you know, trying to get through, um, you know, roadblocks, mental blocks and things like that. Um, I love, I love going and finding a good vegan restaurant to eat at. I'm a foodie. I'm a foodie. I'm a foodie. So I love to eat and I love finding some great vegan um, restaurants to go and shop at and, you know, taste some good food. Um, 
other stuff that I love to do. I love to dance. I don't know if I said that already. Um, I like, um, I like, I like hanging out with my friends. That's something that's become a new thing that I, I didn't really. That's something. Another thing that I feel like I've grown through. It's like um, when it comes to feel, forming relationships and friendships, especially when I was younger. Um, I always felt very insecure, like no one wanted to be my friend or I was just like not good enough to be, so, you know, and there was always a few people who always saw me and wanted to be there for me. But just lately, you know, after the pandemic, I feel like I've started to accrue a really uh, great circle of people that I can spend time with and just be myself with because at the end of the day, like you need those people in your life, you know, and so that's been that's been nice so, friends. And of course, Spend time with Alex, watching movies. Oh, I'm a big anime fan. Did I not say that? Oh, my gosh. I've gotten into anime this past year. Oh, my gosh. So fun. Like, I'm watching the show called One Piece. Oh, it's by far one of my favorite anime shows. It's just so good. So, big anime junkie over here. Anime all day, every day. So, I'll end it on that. <laughs> anime, for sure. Well, what's your thoughts? Well, I would say right now I'm watching One Piece and I am in love with it. So that's going to be right now. One Piece is a show. Um, and then the other two, that's a really hard pick because I've watched a lot of really good shows. But I love Attack on Titan, if you've seen that. And then I also love uh, Hunter Hunter. That's a really good show as well. I don't know if you've seen that one. Um, but yeah, so those three for sure uh th there's so many great ones too like i i really can't um yeah 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 i'm just gonna say those three otherwise I'm, i'll keep going all day and every day about these other ones <laughs> have you seen have you seen on the spectrum have you seen that one on, on the spectrum yeah i watched that one you know oh okay i heard about that one but no i haven't watched it yet is it good it's good it's, it's about people trying to help you find jobs or or find a oh. help helps to help you, you know, find places in California, Florida. Oh, wait, but, but this is an anime, though, right? Or is it anime? It might be a TV show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 No, I've heard of this. I, I knew when you said that, I was like, I don't think that's anime. But yeah, so it's not an anime show, but it is my, my, yeah, one of my teachers was telling me about that show and she loved it. So I, I'm really curious to, to watch that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Just because my cousin and I watched that, it can help you, you know, find a place in Florida. They can also help, help, help you in, in acting, too. That's awesome. Have, have you gotten to meet uh, real celebrities like Beyonce? You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. I need to have this, like, ready because people ask me this all the time. And I'm like, oh, who did I meet? I don't even remember anymore. But off the top of my head, I did uh, I did uh, work with The Rock. Um, it was a, a couple years ago now. But uh, I was just doing background work. So I was just kind of, like, in his, like, space. And so I was one of the, I was playing, uh, it was for the show Gamer, Ballers, Ballers, Ballers. It was called Ballers. And um, I was playing a reporter. Uh -huh. And so he was like the main person that we were like uh, interviewing. So we were like on the football field. And uh, I know it's Ballers, it's supposed to be basketball, but he, they were doing a scene where there was a lot of football players. So it was set on a football field. And so what was funny, uh, we were all report like we we all had these cameras mm -hmm. and so people had these like flash cameras and i had this camera that that was uh had like a little pole connected to it so it the pole uh it, the camera only went up to like right here like right in front of my face uh -huh. and so because i was short you know I'm, I'm five foot i'm a mini me they had me in the front as close to the rock as possible and everyone else kind of was like around 
And my camera, I kid you not, was right at his chest. Wow. And while we were recording or while we were doing the shots, I was like, I'm so sorry, The Rock. I'm taking a picture of your I apologize. And he started laughing. <laughs> I was like, I, it's awkward. I'm like, the camera, I couldn't tilt the camera up and make it look like I was filming him. So I was like, I'm sorry. I'm taking a picture of your nipple. And he just laughed at me. He just thought that was so funny. And I was like, oh, my God, I made the rock laugh. That's crazy to me. But, uh, yeah, that was really fun. And then um, I was doing some background for another show, uh, another movie. And I, I was actually talking to Jennifer Garner. I don't know if you, you know Jennifer Garner. But, yeah, she was... She was. She came up to me. She's like, "Hi, how are you doing?" I was like, "I'm good. How are you doing?" And we were just talking about her film that's coming out, and she was just so down to earth and really sweet. I don't think if I know anyone else, those are the two that came off right off my head. But uh, oh, um, um, Guillermo Diaz from uh, from Scandal. Uh, I did a table read with him a few weeks, uh, probably like a month or two ago now. Uh, but yeah, he's super down earth, Guillermo. And my sister loves him. Mm-hmm. So I got a picture with him and, and the people we were with. And I sent a photo to her. And I was like, hey, I was like, does anybody these people look familiar? And she's like, oh, my God. like right away, like within yeah. seconds, she was like, oh, my God, I cannot believe you met him. And so it's so, yeah, it's been really cool. I've met more people. I just a lot. They're not coming to my head now. I just I'm telling you, it's Los Angeles you they're here they live among us you know so it's like you're bound to run into them you know what i'm saying um i'm trying to think if there was yeah any more if any more come i'll let you know but that's that's the three that came to mind right off the top of my head and do you also go do you also parties you know like grammys i have yet to go to any of these big shows yet i don't know i don't know i don't really know the process of how to get into those things um but no i haven't there's been some opportunities though i've seen like where you can go uh, for free and you know if you just go and get dressed up I, there's opportunities i've seen but i've never like done anything like that so no i haven't yet but i i look forward to i want i want to be nominated for something and then that's when i show up you know what i'm saying like i want to be summoned to the award shows but uh, in the meantime and i feel bad for saying this but i really don't even really watch a lot of the those award shows like i feel like i need to as an actor to see what's like being nominated what i need to be watching but it's just like I, I look up and they're like, oh, the Emmys happened. Oh, you know, the Grammy. Oh, this happened. I'm like, oh, I didn't, had no idea it even happened. So it's like, I guess because I'm just on my grind trying to do my thing and, you know, eventually get there myself, you know. But yeah, yeah, I need, I would definitely love to go watch one of those sometime. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, do you also yeah. sing? I do. I do. I do sing a little bit. Um, I sang my whole life. Like when I was in, when I went to church, like as a kid, like we, I was in the choir and then in high school, I was in the whole choir. I I, I was in choir for three years. And then, um, and then I've just always had a passion for it. Like I, I love singing. I love music has been such a huge part of my life. And so I've always in one way told myself, like, I want to leave. I want to leave a song or leave a mark in some musical way, you know, before I go, you know what I'm saying? Just something that's, that's mine that I can share with people the way these artists and musicians have shared something with me. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they've literally given us gifts and I feel like I want to sing and leave a gift for someone else too, especially if someone's going through something like I can't tell you, I can't tell you how many Alicia Keys songs so many Ashanti songs that I just like as a kid growing up, I just like I just it hit me. You know, Maya, think of all these people. Um, talented artists, you know, they just impacted me so greatly. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I definitely wanna I don't yes, to answer your question, yes, I sing. 
Sorry. What happened? That is actually on. That is actually one of my things. That is something I have on my uh, I want to do list. I have like you know write a song, make an album, like you know really put some music out into the world. So yes, that is that is a real thing. I mean, I, I don't. I still don't know the logistics of how I'm going to do it yet, but I'm definitely, I've definitely put in my little Skillshare, you know how Skillshare has like these little like learning things. I have like songwriting like lessons in my little Skillshare, you know, little account because I'm like, I want to learn how to do this. Like I, I, I learned how to do screenwriting. Like someone's put me, I've gotten one screenwriting class and I've been writing shorts ever since. So it's like, you can't stop me. Once I know the foundation, like how to do it, like I just need the fundamentals. Give me the fundamentals and I'll run. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of my next step. So yeah, that's, I'm, that's, how did you know that? Did you, you just got it? Was that just a random question or? You kind of remind me of Whitney Houston. Oh, I remind you of Whitney Houston? Oh, that is the sweetest compliment I think I've ever gotten. So thank you. Whitney Houston? Yeah. I don't want a place like her yet. But that is that is a wow! I'm like blushing. That's so sweet. Thank you so much because that I love Whitney Houston. Love, love, love Whitney Houston. Mm -hmm. So thank you. I'm, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna ride that high and try to actually write a song because that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And also, I'm, I also produce music. I right know, so I love to produce some songs for you as well. If you have, if you oh, you're a producer. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah, me and my me and my plus Donald approve. Wow. Okay. We'll have to we'll have to chat offline. We'll have to keep this yes. conversation yes. going. Yes. I, I, I definitely don't know what a producer does. Does a because like I said, there's so many logistics stuff about it. You make the beats, or you make the. You know what I'm saying? There's so many moving parts that I have no idea. You definitely helped me out in this arena. Like, I'm a newbie. <laughs> Who knew this interview is going to get me singing yeah. my songs and sharing yeah. the world? Hey, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Because <laughs> I also that as an as actress, actress, you know, you can also sing and act, you know, you know, I'm the same way, you know, you can do it all, you know. So, you know. Yes, I'm trying to be, I'm not trying to be, I am a triple threat. I'm an actor, singer, and dancer, okay? And then my other affirmation is, I'm a triple threat, I'm an actor, writer, and director. So, hey, I'm doing it all. Yeah. Doing it all, why not? Why not, right? I produce, you know, songs, I pack into the shows, yeah, yes, I do it all too, you know. Do it all, why not? Why not? Why if not if not me, who? If not you, who? Let's go. Let it be us. I'm here for it. Awesome. Because <laughs> it's sad because so so many people out there, you know, for, for education. Oh I, yes. I have my social media now, so now I'm quite, I'm trying to go go get my bachelor's degree now. Wow. Congratulations. Look at you go. I love that. The best experience is on set. Is on is Get that, get that training, get that education that you're doing, yeah. and then turn around and apply that. Because my dad said this all the time. He's like, he's like, how can you apply what you've learned? Because if you're not applying that school, the school training, you're gonna be a forever student. You got to be that person that trains, get the get the fundamentals, and then go on set and live it. Because like, if you can live it and actually do it, like that's gonna be the best lessons for you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, the school taught me how to do this, but I'm learning on set. Like you gotta do this and this and this and this. You know what I'm saying? So you're on the right track. Keep training, keep gaining that knowledge. Like, why not? Why not make yourself feel confident in what you're about to go out and do? So I commend you. I commend you. Congrats on that. Thank you, definitely. And in college, right? You got a bachelor's degree, right? Yes, I did. I did. I got a, I got a degree. It was not in acting. <laughs> 
it was in professional selling. Like I told you, that was my career. I was a I was a sales rep for two and a half years, two and a half years roughly, um, before I transitioned into my acting career. So um, I was to say all my experience, all my fundamental training has been like more business side. But um, since I've since I've graduated, or you know, and since I've transitioned to acting, I've definitely taken like private acting schools and things like that. Nothing like like a uh, university based or anything like that. But I definitely have taken like a lot of private acting classes and coaches and things like that. So I'm definitely, I've definitely paid my dues. I've yep. put in the time, the money to learn and train. And that's another thing I would tell other actors, 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 actors. That's another tip. That's a bonus tip. You want to be an actor. Don't think you can just show up and say, I'm ready. Like, don't just show up to set and be like, I'm the star. Like, you have to get some type of formal training, whether that's if you go to a university for it um, or, you know, you start taking classes. You know, do your research. Ask other actors who's the best actors and teachers in this hometown that you need to go to. Do your research because there's a lot of scam schools out there and I've fallen into a couple of them. I'm not going to say their names, but I've fallen into scam schools, people who all they want to do is just you know, they want to profit off your dream and they sell you false, you know, not even helpful classes and they take your money. So do your research, but start taking classes. Don't feel like like it, it's crazy. This is the only industry. This is the only career where people can be like, I can just show up in Hollywood and become a star. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you're a doctor, you can't just show up in the medical room and be like, hey, like I'm ready to operate surgery. Like, no, you're going to kill somebody. Right. So it's like you got to go and get this education. You got to go get the training. You can't. You can't be a lawyer. You can't just walk into the courtroom and be like, hey, I'm going to represent this person that just murdered these three people. But did he really? I don't know. I can do it. No, it's like you got to go to school for this. You got to train. You got to, you know, you got to put in the hours. You got to put in the time, the love, the energy and the passion in order to make this dream a reality. Don't just don't just show up. It's hard work. It's hard work. So that's enough. Sorry, I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to you. You know, it's like this ain't this ain't for the faint of heart. This ain't for the faint of heart. And this ain't for anyone who can just, I want money. I want fame. I want, you know, social media. Like, like no, like, please, please be in this career for more, um, not so superficial reasons. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you got to be doing it because you love it. Because for you to grind and be tired and burnt out and want to quit at every break and at every turn and corner, like, you got to love this. You got to really love this in order to stick it out till you get those things, you know? And for me, me personally, I say, Getting fame, getting social media following, getting rich, like all that is a bonus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be able to take care of myself financially. Like, yes, like that. I want to be able to have my artistry feel and provide for me financially. I don't have to. I don't have to have jets. I don't have to have, you know, 20 hundreds, 200,000 Teslas. Like, I don't have to have anything in excess. I just need enough to, like, take care of myself and to be happy. Yeah. But, you know, all that extra stuff is nice to have. But I just, you know, it's like, you got to be wanting to do this because you love it. And Alex, I'm not judging anyone. If that is your reason, I ain't calling you out. But I'm just saying, this career is hard. Yeah. It's not It's not easy. So if, that, if those are the reasons... You might have a good 10 years before you make hit that big break. Yeah. Are you going to wait 10 years over something you don't really care about? I doubt it. I doubt you'll stick out the 10 years because it's not your passion, you know? So I'm in year, what year am I in? I'm in year six of my acting career. So <laughs> 
acting for six years and hopefully to be for forever and forever. So, yeah. Yes, I definitely commend you. Thank you. I mean, there's so much, there's so much in each career that you, I mean, you can literally go and get a formal education. Like you can literally go to a university and get all that. Um, but that's the things like if you don't get that formal education like that, then you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to outsource that you need to be hanging out with people who are filmmakers who are doing the thing that you want to do. You have to be taking classes like private classes or whatever courses, you know, online courses, you know, to learn this stuff. If you're not going to get a formal education for it, you have to go out and find the training and, and work with people who already are doing it, who are booked, who have that uh, record of success. Yes. Because I personally, I didn't go to school for acting. Like I didn't get a formal education. I didn't go to university for acting, but you best believe I've spend just as much money if not more you know paying for classes paying for you know these opportunities yes. that equals out to a university because i'm like i need to know what i'm doing i don't want to go on set and look like a fool i don't want they're not gonna want me back no one's gonna want to work with me ever again so it's like i have to know what i'm doing you know what i'm saying like i have to be trained the moment i get on set no one's telling me what to do because i've already made my choices and filled it in myself right Absolutely. Yes. What it's about. That's what it's about. You're, you're coming to contribute. You're not coming in to ask the director, director, give me all the choices I need to make to make this character come alive. No, 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 no. You have to put in the work. You have to put in the work yourself before you even step on camera, you know? Anyway, it's not right. I'm not I'm not talking to anybody directly. I probably I'm so, I apologize if I feel like I'm attacking you. I'm really not. I'm really talking. Well, hello there. This is the J Man Show on WBCA. 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station. They come up loose. I, I had to go to Boston. They were not they networking on getting my certificate in filmmaking. And I mean, I mean, my, my certificate, you know, in radio production and acting and talking mm -hmm. production. You know, so I had to go, go to BN. Yeah. You know, so what I could yeah. do with this podcast, you know, you know mm -hmm. as every, mm -hmm. as every journey has in the work. You put in the work and that, that plaque shows it. That showed that you, you've taken the time, you've learned, you've grown. So, I commend you. Congratulations. Yep. And I also and I also went to college and I got out some fall back on make some money, you know. And <laughs> and I tell myself I got I had that formal education in sales. That was one thing that helped me leave the sales career and the sales journey was like sales is always going to be around. There's never going to be a day that goes by that people aren't selling. So if acting doesn't work out and I come to find out I actually hate acting and I never want to do it again and I want to go back to sales. Mm -hmm. Put out that resume, polish it up, you know, da, 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 and submit myself out for these sales jobs. I can go back to it. And I think that's one thing that's like I had to be bold enough to let it go and pursue this dream. And then, you know, hope that it works out for the best. And I haven't looked back since. It's been such a lovely journey. So, yeah. And you're definitely on fire, you know. You know thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'd <laughs> I, I love to hear you singing. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I definitely have to keep um, warming my voice up, doing these vocals. every. I have these vocal training that I do every day. I just finished watching uh, an online singing course. Like, I'm always trying to hone my voice and sharpen it and get the depth. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really want to um, have some gravitas to my voice and to really hold my own, you know? Um, and that's another thing, too. When I come to singing... I. I talked to a, someone and she really helped me realize it's like, you don't have to be the best singer. You don't have to be the most talented singer because all these other artists is like, you see so many 
and she she named drop a few mainstream act uh, uh mainstream singers i'm not gonna i'm not, I'm not gonna name drop them but she was like these people she in her words she was like they're not you know they're not anything exceptional but this is there it's unique there it's them it's their voice it's their energy it's what they bring to it mm-hmm. and so when she said that to me i was like wow you're so right like i don't have to my voice doesn't have to be you know, the best of the best of the best of the best of the best that anyone's ever heard in their entire life. No, it's just like I need to just do the best I can to make my voice what I want it to be. And then I just have fun. You know, it's about having fun and, and doing something that you love. And so I'm excited about that side of it. It's like I don't I don't have to have the best voice to to be a singer. Right. To to be a, an artist. And yeah. I love that. I love that because no one's no one's voice is the same. Like no one's voice. like you think about it. Yeah. No one can do what you can do. No one can do what I can do. You know what I'm saying? So might as well just have fun and just do your thing. So what do you think people can do to change the world? Ooh, what can people do to change the world and make the world a better place? I don't want to get political or too controversial in this last moment. I have to say the first thing that came to my mind, because in all reality, I and like I said, this triggers anyone. I apologize and don't hate me for this, but I feel like... We have to be kind to all beings. You know, we have to be kind to human beings. You have to be kind to people that don't look like you. You have to be kind and you have to see see people for who they are and see every life as somebody as somebody and something that's valuable. And that being said, like that can tie to race, that can tie to these wars that's going on. But I think specifically I'm targeting animals because I have been vegan for over four years now. It's going to be four and a half years. And for me, just knowing that I'm not harming an animal, I'm not harming a a, a sentimental being, you know, it's just like it makes me feel really good. And so if I could impart some wisdom, uh, I would say if you could, you know, Try to do those meatless Mondays. Try to go a day or two where you're not, you know, um, you know, harming animals because they're so beautiful and so lovely. And uh, the world can't sustain uh, the world eating uh, red meat and, you know, sustaining, you know, these hog farms and all. It's not sustainable for the planet. Um, And it's actually putting out a lot of uh, CO2 in the air and a lot of like. You know, it's just it's it's doing a lot of harm to the planet itself, and so um, I don't know. I, I would just recommend if you if, if if giving up meat or giving up dairy or giving up anything is difficult for you to do or even imagine. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend just like watching a few documentaries on Netflix. One of my favorite ones is called "What the Hell," oh. and that one really talks a lot about like what the health, like your health, <laughs> and not the other word. Um, health, H-E-A-L-T-H. And it just talks about what, what, what animal based products do to your body once it passes your tongue, what it does to your body, what it does to the planet, what it does to the people who are surrounded by these farms and the detrimental um, outcomes that come of it. And one of the things they talked about when it comes to the hog farms, because there's so much manure and all this stuff that's spewing out on the hog farms, they set these farms up specifically in Latino and African-American communities. Mm -hmm. So these are the people that are breathing in, inhaling these toxins, this, you know, these things that are just not good for them. But why do they specifically put these in these minority communities? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, this, a lot of this stuff is intentional, you know, um, and a lot of anima, animal-based products, they're not healthy for people who are African-American like us, who are Black. Um, and so it's just finding a way to how can we protect ourselves 
And it's it's what you put in your mouth every single day. Every single day, you can either be hurting yourself and the planet, or you can be choosing to eat plant-based and eat a lot of greens and life-giving foods that give you the source to live longer, happier lives. Yes. So that's, that's what I would say. I hope that wasn't too controversial. I tried to say that in a very polite way. Um, but yeah, try to, you know, try to love, love all beings and all, all beings, not just people, but animals and, and always like love a pig. Like you love your dog. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you wouldn't eat your dog, you know, <laughs> you, wouldn't eat you love your dog and you have a, a, a social, like a mental loving connection to it, you know, but you know, in other countries they eat dog, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, but it shifts like what what do you value most and and share that value to other things that you normally wouldn't do you know that's it that's it <laughs> like if i can help them in any way like it's it's a win win you know it's like she's me helping her isn't taking any way from me you know me helping you isn't taking any way from me cuz what's for me is for me what's for her is for her what's for you is for you so yes. i'm all for it i'm all for it so yeah well, thank you again. Again, this is awesome. You guys for listening. I really appreciate y'all taking the time. Hey, guys. Goodbye. Right. Hey. Well, hello there. This is the J-Man Show on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station.